everyone and welcome back to another of WTIN's podcasts. My name is Jessica Owen and I am the Deputy Digital Editor here and today I am joined by Gemina Pomoel, who is the Co-Founder and COO at Astrid Wild. Now I won't say too much because Gemina will tell us all about the company and what it is doing very shortly. But in essence, Astrid Wild is a Nordic outdoor fashion brand that focuses on designing functional and flattering gear for women. So without further ado, let's meet our guest. Hello, Gemina, and welcome. It's lovely to have you here today to talk all about Astrid Wild. Um, do you want to just start by telling us a bit about what you do as a company and how you first got started? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Jessica. So, as you very well described, uh, Ashid Wild is a is a direct to consumer Nordic outdoor fashion brand for women uh, by women, uh, mm-hmm. and we do create and design feminine uh, and flattering, but also functional and sustainable outdoor wear for women. So, do you have a background in textiles at all, or? Uh, actually not. Uh, we, both Maria and I, uh, we have a strong business background, but we come from quite different and complementary um, routes. So basically, Maria is, uh, she's done a long career in tech startups, in CMO and COO roles, and she has mm-hmm. had a, a strong focus on marketing, branding, customer communication, um, and then for me, I uh, I have a background from the financial sector, and I've worked 10 years in investment banking, basically giving strategic and financial advice to companies mm. uh, and their owners. Uh, but, I mean, we don't have a textile experience ourselves, which we see also as uh, a bit of a strength for us because we are mm. able to look at the industry from an outside-in perspective, but we do have an amazing extended team of product and design professionals that then help us and work with us uh, on the the design and product development aspect. Right. So so how did you and Maria meet and how did you initially start the business? Yeah, we actually met pretty accurately one year ago. So we have Mm -hmm. moved really fast. Uh, and the company was founded in uh, early 2019 uh, as part of this startup generator incubator program here in Stockholm. Um, but the inspiration for the brand actually sparked a little bit before that. Uh, and it started when Maria was um, planning a hiking trip to Lofoten in Norway and really confined hiking pants that she would actually want to buy and overall the sort of the outdoor clothing offering was really uninspiring and she started to outline the design and the brand that she would want to wear and buy Mm. and then when we met as part of the incubator in in January 2019 she told me about the idea and I sort of immediately understood what she was talking about and then we started obviously doing some more uh, market re- research from from a more analytical perspective as well. And we definitely found a gap in the market. And we talked a lot to different industry experts and, 
and they were saying that yeah that is actually true that that brands always start uh, by looking and designing the men's collection mm. oh it was it's been very interesting to to learn that yeah um well it's funny you say that i've spoken to a few people um in the past who mentioned who have also been women started up their own outdoor companies um the one yeah. i'm thinking of in particular is based in scotland and she too said that everything she was looking at to buy for herself was, it looked as if it had been designed for a man, either turned pink or purple, and they assume that women will like it. So you're definitely yeah. onto something. Mm. Yeah, and we we actually learned this phrase uh, when we started working on this company called Pink and Shrink, yeah. uh, <laughs> which is exactly that. You take men's clothing, you just make it slimmer, colour it pink, and, and that's for that's for women then. Mm. So, so do you want to just tell me about some of the products that you, you have now made and are now available and what you've done with them or how you've designed them? Yeah. So we, we started with three uh, outdoor clothing pieces and everything really started with the outdoor pants. Uh, mm. We saw that that is the most difficult item to for women to find uh, in their outdoor wardrobe. Uh, so we we wanted to make really flattering fitting pants for women. But we wanted to introduce the full look. So we also made a short sleeve top and um, and a wool fleece jacket. And basically for all of these, I mean, where our design inspiration comes from there's really three three aspects one is that we want to make very feminine and chic clothing uh, that really fits a woman's body mm. but we obviously don't want to forget about the functionality and then the second aspect is that us being from the nordics we love simplicity and the scandinavian aesthetics um, so we don't have any big logos or contrasting neon colors but we want to have this subtle unicolor style and use really like earthy uh, tones um, mm. instead of very bright colors. Have you hired a designer to help you or did you just go by what you mm. would personally want to wear if you went hiking or in the outdoors for example? Uh, obviously a lot of the looks and the design comes from me and Maria and what mm. we would want to wear. We do have a technical designer as well in our team uh, who is very much part of the product development and how the garment is, uh, ends up looking like. And what we really do more and more is involve our uh, community and our followers in the product, uh, product development. So we actually ask our followers what colors they want, what products they want, and just specific um, design questions like where would you like your pockets to be or uh, would you want your jacket to have a fitted waist and, and so on. So it's a, it's a bigger process that involves actually our entire community. Mm. So when you say community, how do you connect with them? Is it via platforms like Instagram, for example? Uh, yes, Instagram and social media in general mm. is, is the main channel to communicate with with our customers and followers. Mm, right. And and it's a very good place also to create the visual sort of how our brand looks like and, and uh, portray 
women uh, spending time in, in the nature. Um, so you've already mentioned that functionality was something that you also didn't want to forget um, and it's very important. Um, what sort of um, characteristics do your clothes have? Uh, well, everything starts with the fabrics uh, and materials mm. that we use. So obviously we use fabrics that are suited for the use case of the product. For instance, in the pants we have a great um, polyamide-based material uh, that is water-repellent, uh, wind-repellent, and it's really easy to sort of keep keep clean uh, mm. and very durable when, when you're in the outdoors. But with functionality, we also want to sort of keep a the right amount of functionality in our clothing. So we, we sort of question a little bit about the the way that outdoor clothing today is made, that you have to have 20 zippers all around the pants and you have to have padded uh, knees and, and, and stuff like that. That is needed for diff- certain activities uh, that you do outdoors, but just when you want to enjoy the outdoors, when you're out with your dog or you're taking your kids to the playground or just have a Sunday stroll uh, mm. in the backyard forest, necessarily that level of functionality is not needed. Um, so we sort of want to balance out the, the use case and, and how the garment looks. Um, I also saw on your website when I was having a look at um, your clothes that to achieve your water repellency, um, you've actually gone with um, a chemical that's P- or PFC free. Is, is that right? Yes, we work with um, actually a Swedish fabric supplier called FOV um, mm-hmm. and they have supplied the, the pants fabric and uh, they've made a floor carbon free treatment for the pants. Mm. So obviously it's, it's sustainability must be something that is quite important for you then. Absolutely, absolutely. But that that is something that sort of guides us in, in all decisions that we make. And it's not just about one single material. It's really the whole operating model uh, that we have. So us being direct to consumer um, and having very local sourcing in Europe enables mm. us to make uh, very demand-driven production. We don't have seasonal collections, uh, which means that we don't, we're don't. we not in a situation where we would have to get rid of our inventory every four months. So we don't have dead stock product waste. Uh, so how, our, our whole operating model supports sustainability. Uh, but of course, one aspect is also the materials we use and we all the time want to find the, the best materials for the garments use case and also find more and more recycled fibers. That is a very important aspect for us. I actually saw that you work with recycled wool. Um, can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Uh, so the wool uh, in our wool fleece jacket comes from a supplier called Ponte Torto from Italy, very very known supplier uh, and fabrics uh, producer. Uh, and they source the recycled wool fiber from Prato, which is sort of the capital of recycled wool, if you <laughs> want to call it that. It's uh, it's an extremely nice nice material, uh, very warm and, and soft. And, and obviously, the fact that it's recycled only makes makes it a whole lot better. 
Is it more expensive to work with recycled wool than traditional wool? I I wouldn't say so. No, there might be mm. some. I think the biggest problem with recycled materials in general is that it it is because uh, there is a lower supply. It might be that you have to order huge quantities of it, but making mm. the recycled uh, fiber it's not necessarily more expensive. But I mean, I, I've noticed already in one year that the whole industry has taken a huge step in towards having more recycled fibers in, mm. in their selection. So I think all the suppliers, fabric suppliers, they know that if the one that has the most sustainable offering is going to win the game or the the supplier that doesn't is, is definitely going to lose. So yeah. I think the industry is taking huge leaps at a very fast pace. Mm, I, I completely agree with you, definitely. Um, I also wanted to ask you about merino wool as well, because I saw that yeah. you use this fibre a lot in, your, in some of your clothes. Yeah. I mean, merino wool is such a great uh, functional material. It has the thermal control, breathability, it's antimic antimicrobial, helping with the odor control. Uh, and then it's also so comfortable and, and soft. So that is definitely a material that we want to uh, work with in the future uh, mm. as well. Uh, do you mind me asking where you source the merino wool from? Is it is it from Australia? The merino wool is actually uh, produced uh, also by Ponte Torto, the fabric, but they source the, the wool from Australia, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, have you, have you had any feedback, feedback about um, merino wool? Um, I understand that it's a, a fibre that's becoming a lot more popular in outdoor clothing and even sportswear clothing, and I was just wondering what your customers think of it. They like it a lot. Um, <laughs> I would I would say that currently we're actually using a a blend merino wool blend uh, mm -hmm. with with polyester uh, sort of the idea is to to the fabric to be more even more functional uh, increasing the durability and also making it more quick drying but I mean we are looking at introducing a hundred percent merino wool garments as well in the future because. The feedback that we've gotten is that our customers would really love a, a full merino wool garment. Um, and I, I sort of talking now more on the business side um, of things. I wanted to ask you about how how it's been setting up a company in 2019, 2020. There, there seems to be so many outdoor brands, so many well-known names. And I was just wondering how difficult it is to establish yourselves. Um, well, I mean, setting up a brand in 2019, it is both extremely easy and then on the other hand, extremely difficult as well. So um, establishing your Instagram account and web shop and with all these digital tools, um, obviously it's not difficult. Uh, but then again, you have so many, so many brands fighting for the attention of the customer, so it is difficult to set yourself apart. Um, but for us, it's been more about really finding and 
expressing our own authentic voice and pursuing the the bigger mission that we are actually doing, which is to not just make clothing, but to really inspire women across Mm -hmm. the globe to live a healthier and happier life by spending more time outdoors. Um, And I would say that there are so many outdoor brands in the world. That is right. Um, But I would say that there's very few that would be really... uh, working in this niche, making the perfect outdoor clothing for for women and offering products to a, a group of consumers that have been completely overlooked so far. Um, and so how well received has the brand um, been so far on your products? I mean, you've mentioned already that um, a lot of your consumers really like the merino wool and other products, but just in general, how yeah. well has business been? Uh, we are super happy with the response that we've received so far. And we have so amazing people following us and communicating with us uh, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And the Merino wool products, yes, they've been, uh, customers have been really happy about that and the wool fleece. But I think uh, what has been a real hit so far is, is definitely the pants as well. Um and really nothing makes us happier than looking at our product reviews that our customers have left on our website. Um, mm. I mean, hearing women say that they have finally found the perfect outdoor pants that fit them uh, and look great. That is just the best best reward for us. Mm, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. um, I've only really got actually one more question um, for today, and that's that's just to sort of tell me about your future plans. Um, are you planning on introducing any more designs, any more colours, or that sort of thing? I mean, we are working hard to expand our product line all the time. Uh, I mean, our end goal is, of course, to create a full wardrobe of essential outdoor clothing pieces uh, for women. So everything a woman needs for outdoor adventures, uh, they will get from us. Um, And we are, I mean, we started with three pieces. We've already launched uh, three new uh, pieces this year. Um, And then we're looking at new outdoor pants and shorts later in the spring. And one big development project this year is also a shell jacket so there's definitely new things coming in and colors is something that we play around with all play around all the time with and and also ask our as i mentioned ask our community uh input on and so are you you also maybe looking to work with any more um types of materials maybe any more sustainable materials or yes um for the jacket uh we are looking for the perfect uh, perfect fabric made out of recycled polyester. So that is something that uh, we're now very much looking into. That'll be interesting to see when you when you finally launch yes. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you obviously have your website, um, but do you have any stores that you stock in, or would you like to open your own shop one day? Is that something that's sort of uh, a dream of yours or in the pipeline? So right now we are online only. Um, hopefully, some uh, someday we're going to have um, in in the in the near future we would have a showroom here in Stockholm uh, where we're located. Mm. Um, but yes, having our own stores uh, is definitely something 
that is in the plans down the line. Uh, but it mm. might take some time to get there. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you'll make it there one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Well, I think that's I think that's all we've got time for today, Gemina. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and telling us all about Astrid Wild um, and your company's journey so far. And clearly, we've got. Uh, quite a few products that are in the pipeline that we'll have to keep an eye on. If you do want to find out any more about Astrid Wild, like, like Gemina said, they do have a website which can be found at www.astridwild.com. Um, so that is a wrap for today. And until next time, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.